I'm Chuck. And Deb. And welcome to Biker Life Radio. Hey, we're so truly grateful and thankful that you've joined us today. We really do have a fantastic show lined up just for you. Biker Life Radio is for those who ride and those you. who inspire others to ride. We are here to reveal you. the truth behind the motorcycle mystique and bring real life stories of the biker lifestyle. And I think you have a sponsor you'd like to acknowledge. Yes, today. Or we would like to acknowledge. Thank you. Yes, we would like to acknowledge today's show sponsor is Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy out of Colorado Springs, Colorado. So if you're ready to crank up your engines, put your chins in the wind, knees in the breeze, and seats in the saddle, then hang on and let's get rolling and we are rolling and we have no idea where we're rolling to the destination is unknown at least deb doesn't oh that's true i don't so if anybody's been paying attention to the show you've noticed the show's starting to change a little bit it's Mm -hmm. a little bit different than what it was before well as with a lot of things in life things change you've got to readjust you got to take a look at what's happening what's working what's not and whether or not you're going in the right direction and uh, we just feel like we need to make some changes in order to continue to move the show forward to where we foresee it to be. Is that the right language, Deb? Foresee it to be. Yeah, actually, yeah. we got to get to the destination, and in order to do that, we've got to make some adjustments. That's right. we got to do some detours. Correction. That's go. right. So lean into an angle here, lean into an angle there, maybe get off course a little bit, or maybe we've been off course a little bit from time <laughs> to time, and now yeah, it's time yeah. to get back on the straight and narrow road. I don't know, but yeah, it's, it's you about know, adjusting it's, the trip. It's sort of like, what was it, the, uh, the astronauts, when they were going up to the moon, it was Apollo? Mm-hmm. They were on constant course correction. That's right. And that's what we're on on the show, too. We're always trying to improve things, trying to make things better, trying to figure out everything. There's a lot the, to figure out what goes into a show like this. Absolutely. And what listeners like you want to hear. Correct. And so we are working to uh, get some things changed. Uh, so if you've seen some things changing, well, that's because what we're trying to do is we are trying to reinvent ourselves in a different way. Is that right, Deb? Would you would you agree with that? I would or? agree. And I think that there's a couple of different ways to do that. You're either reactionary to a situation or circumstance that maybe you're faced with, or you're proactive in your approach to reinvention. And I think that, you know, all year we've tried to be very open and very aware of our circumstances and in order to be proactive with our adjustments and change. And so that's where I think we're at again. All right. So proactive and the other one was reactive. Correct. Well, we could be in the middle of both. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah I think there could be a little, a little bit, bit of both, both there. Right. Because we've got to react with a little bit of changes. And we've got to be proactive, proactive about where we're headed. Correct, yep. So um, we, we see this and view this all, all as good. And we want to make this show specifically for our listeners uh, because you're the only reason we do the show. Absolutely I right. I mean, we, do we get our kicks by doing this show ourselves? Yeah, it's, it's not a selfish thing. Uh, it, but we just love to ride and we love to share that with others and we love our audience and we love our <laughs> listeners and we just love the motorcycle culture. We, we do. And there's so many different aspects of that culture. So we're going to be fine tuning that a little bit, I do believe, yes. as we move forward. There's a lot of different things that are coming out. So we encourage you to hang in there with us. Uh, we're always open to your suggestions. So our ears are open. So be sure to send us any suggestions that you may have mm-hmm. as we continue to refine our direction with the Chuck and Deb show on Biker Life Radio. Correct. So you've made it a point that we're heading in a slightly altered direction or maybe back on course. So where are we heading today for the show? Because I'm pretty much in the dark. Well, I'm, that's just it. I, you know, you're leading the ride at this point, and that's a little scary. 
Well, it was all about reinventing, Deb. I, you know, you've got a challenge that's coming up or that you put out a challenge, and I saw that uh-huh. about reinventing uh, people's selves. And now, does it have to do anything with biking? It, well, it could. I mean, part of the Motorcycling. journey. Motorcycling? You know, the part of the journey. A lot of times people start riding again. You know, if you watch and listen to people's stories that ride, a lot of times they have been on a journey and ridden either as a child or as young, someone younger or with someone as a passenger and all of a sudden they want to ride themselves. So a lot of times riding comes about because of this feeling of needing to reinvent themselves or figure it out or do something different and want something new. So, so proactive or reactive. Correct, yeah. So, you know, I, when I first started riding, when I remember when I got my bike or when you got my bike for me, right? Mm-hmm. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, I do. I had the question asked to me. What are you, on some kind of midlife crisis or what? Yeah, actually, that's funny because when I went to, to take our class and told people that I was going to start riding, I heard the same thing. Are you in a midlife crisis? And I was, of course, a little too young for that at that time. But, you know, why? I, what is the stereotype that people put around that? Because you want to ride as a little bit older person in life and maybe not ridden the whole entire time. Well, maybe it's because it's a risky uh, occupation. It's a risky hobby. Whatever. Correct. It is. Um, but I just want to go back and step back because how I answer that question is my whole life's been an issue. So nothing's <laughs> changed. Yeah, so so uh, is it now. a midlife crisis? And well, I guess, but my whole life's been an issue. <laughs> a midlife crisis, one after the other. Yeah. yeah. An on- ongoing crisis is me. Yeah, that's true. It's well, so one okay. thing or another. <laughs> right. And so I was forced to ride a motorcycle in order to feel good about myself. You were forced to, yeah. I was forced. Yeah. I had to do it. And it does make me feel good about myself. As a matter of fact, that's why I ride. I love to ride. I feel good about myself. I feel good when I ride about myself. Does so, that make sense? It does. <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about what brings that on for you. Because there's obviously more than just putting your leg over that seat and jumping on the saddle and going. Well, you know, it was real interesting because somebody uh, replied to a post we had uh, the other day on our page. Mm-hmm. And they, it's, it said, uh, I think if I remember seeing it correctly, something to the effect that I hope you really believe the word freedom or something like that. Do you remember seeing it, Deb? I don't recall that one. Are there are a couple of others that I that kind of stick and, out because, in my mind. Because we had a picture of ourselves and on my helmet is the word freedom. Mm. So sort of, yeah, I believe in freedom. Actually, my whole life is about achieving complete and total freedom. Right. That's what, And being on a bike, that's just an expression of my freedom. It's just a way to express my freedom. It's a way to feel free, be free. There's, you know, when I'm out right. there riding, I'm free. Yeah, and I think that that's an interesting perspective that someone would ask that question because freedom for you probably looks very different to anyone else. We all have our own definition of what that means. So, you know, whether it's a freedom to carry, a freedom to ride, a freedom whatever, you know, to be free in this country, it it carries such a different tone for everyone. And especially in the current climate, I think, you know, that's just the individualness that we bring to this life is what, what does freedom mean to you? And absolutely, you said, you know, freedom is getting on your motorcycle, being free, being out there. I love the feeling of it. I I really do. It's just all about being free. And that's why I have that sticker on my helmet. That's exactly why. Because I'm letting everybody know who's sitting in their cage that I've got freedom. (laughs) That this is about freedom to me. Right. And I take it very seriously. I really do. Um, It it is a a mind changer when you get on your bike Mm -hmm. and you get out there and you just enjoy the ride. It takes you away from places that you don't want to be. And go takes you to places you want to be. And I find that such a difficult aspect to share with others. You know, maybe someone that's never ridden or never been on the back or, you know, has had a family member at some point in their life that 
that was in an accident and chose not to ride. I just, you know, it's so difficult for me to explain that to a non-rider or someone that's not interested in riding about how how this brings me pleasure and the feeling of that freedom when I'm on the road. But I know when I'm on that motorcycle, boy, I feel it 110%. And every time I get on, I just am so grateful for the openness and the freedom and the the joy that we get to experience very different than so many that don't ride. It is exhilarating and uh, it's just a matter of just getting out there and getting on a bike. And now the only way, like you said, it's very difficult to try to let somebody know about this, but it's about, um, it's about experiencing it. And so you'd have to try it firsthand to see exactly what you're missing if you're not riding right now. Correct. So, and kind and of bringing it back to that whole reinvention part, you know, it does take courage. It takes, um, an interest in moving forward it takes the the desire to want to move to that place of freedom in your own reinvention so you know that can be a, it can be a very scary time I will certainly say that if you're looking at a reinvention I mean I know for the two of us you know our first 15 years of marriage we went through five corporate downsizing and restructures that's a life changer that's a game changer I mean even one could be right absolutely and you know the the days of being in a job and staying in that job for 30 plus years and or in a career field and continuing to grow and climb without having something like that happen to you is almost unknown today. So this whole concept of reinventing yourself, it hits us in all different ways. And, you know, I think that from the beginning, that's what you said, you know, we choose, we, we, we do the work we choose to do and we live in that place of freedom and I don't want to do anything I don't want to do anymore. And it's not just because of my age and the wisdom or whatever the case may be. It's just you know, when you experience enough of that, reinvention is just like, okay, let's roll. Let's, let's course, now it feels like more of a course correction than a, oh my gosh, I've got to reinvent myself from square one. So that's a totally different feeling, but it, it can vary in all sorts of different degrees for each and every person. And I have to admit, I've actually, you, you brought it up, so I have to actually admit, I actually do have a bad habit of, and maybe, maybe it's not bad, how do I rephrase this? I do have a a way about me that if my freedom's threatened, I'm out. Yes. Because that's how important it is to me. And you were talking about how we've made changes and done different things. I can remember a time where somebody told me, hey, you're going to work uh, on Thanksgiving. And I told him, uh, do you want my two weeks notice now? <laughs> <laughs> or, or after or whatever. I just remember saying that to someone and I was entirely serious. Correct. Because that's infringing upon what I felt was my freedom at that time. Right. And when things start to impede upon my freedom, I, I have nothing to do with it. Well, you take control back. In, in your, the best I that's can. That's right, the best you can. And you make the because decisions based on your My freedom is what's values, important to right. me. And your, your freedom is one of your values that you stand very true to. Absolutely right. So, and that could happen a lot of different ways for a lot of different people. And that's so, you know, and you're talking about, you know, different things and and, you know, we're in a time right now, and the, really what's going on in this time uh, that a lot of people are, are in, and it's a good time for people to reinvent themselves. And that's actually why we're re reinventing ourselves in our show. Because what we have found uh, right now is that we don't have content because of there's no bike events going on. We're not having rides. There's not a lot of things that our show was designed at first to be set up for correct yeah and so now what we have to do is we have to find content or something to talk to you guys about when there really isn't a lot going on out there and it makes it very difficult 
we know of a magazine that did what? They decided that they weren't going to what, Deb? They're not printing any longer. They're going completely 100% digital because, again, there's lack of activity. There's lack of events. There, and, and, again, it's not the events that particularly drive this magazine. It's actually the stories that do. Right. And if people aren't getting out and get participating, right, to get it the and or copy. getting something yep. in their hand and or not wanting to necessarily, you know, we're all kind of a little bit, some of us are a little bit weird about the mail and, you know, there's so many things about that whole print concept. So rather than going through that battle and struggling, they'd much rather just provide their content on a digital format, which I think is absolutely what most of us have seen in all different capacities is that it's really moving to this digital world. It really is. And I've even seen another magazine, a local magazine, I believe I read in it that they said that there was just a lack of content because of the exact same reason that we expressed. So because of what's going on in the world, which uh, is impacting change upon everyone in some form or fashion, I would imagine, mm-hmm. maybe not, maybe there's some people who it hasn't affected whatsoever, but there are a lot of people that it has. Correct. And our show actually has been affected by that, and especially when it comes to the content yes. and how we do it. So we're making some adjustments, as we talked about early on, about maybe you know trying to do some things a little bit different Mm -hmm. heading in a little bit different direction and of course we're looking for the normal to get back that's right i mean we we are looking toward the normal to get back and i actually believe we're going to get back to normal it's just a matter of time right now correct so we're just going to have to go through what we have to go through to get to where we got to get right and i think that it's been interesting as we you know connect with different bikers across the country is that you know we were truly scheduled to leave out of town next week to head to texarkana for uh, the talamina rally that's going on and money that we've been working hard to raise funds for saint jude's children's hospital which you did a great job we did and we met our goal i'm just going to say that out loud we met our goal of 610 dollars. so thank you to everyone that participated in that it was just something that came from our hearts again another way not to only give to the children and a charity that's a motorcycle event but also give back in a time of need in our local community so thank you for everyone that did that but we were supposed to head that direction you know, next week. And what's been interesting is that, you know, there are lots, I, I see some motorcyclists, some bikers that are heeding caution and or, you know, kind of taming down their riding a little bit. But then I see some others that are full bore straight Good ahead. And so, you know, this Talamina rally, again, I don't know that we have, of course, you know, I, I, we're supposed to keep it to a minimum of 10 in a group. But it seems as though that's not necessarily heated by everyone. And in Talamina for the rally, I know that they're supposed to keep the group under 50. So they're working with regulations. But everyone's a little nervous and uneasy about, well, what happens if we get bigger than that? Well, not everyone, but there are people who do have concerns. And there are people who have no concerns. And it is a, a personal preference. I mean, there's a lot going on in the nation. Right, I agree. You know, there, there's protests going on, and I understand exactly what people are talking about. Is that you about know? freedom? It is. Okay, yes, It's it about is. having our rights, uh, being able to do what we want, mm-hmm. when we want to do it, how we want to do it. If somebody owns a business, they should be able to have that right to open that business. Yeah. I, and the customer should be able to have a right to decide whether or not they want to go have that business. And, uh, you know, as a business and be out. Right, and as business owners ourselves, you know, that's been an impact that we've had to deal with. And, again, it's... If, if your business is solely up to you and your choice, that's one thing. But when you service a community and or you, you know, service others in your business, there's a lot more to take into consideration. So, Well, it still doesn't matter. I, I mean, agree. Freedom yeah. is freedom. I, I totally agree. I mean, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say it doesn't matter. I believe that people, if they let us know what they'd like us to do, 
it, you know, um, it doesn't mean we have to do it or whatever. But if they had suggestions, you know, right. that they wanted to give, and if things were a little bit different, and again. I apologize. I haven't really been keeping up with what's going on with the current affairs. I really just have not. I really don't know if uh, the COVID's getting worse or not. I don't know. I don't really care. Right. Because I am taking care of what we need to take care of. That's correct. And so those things don't matter to me. But I do see from time to time about the different protests that are going on and how people really want to get out. And I understand it completely. Uh, And then I also understand the other side of it. You know, we don't want a lot of people dying if this thing is really serious. Um, But I think we've got to be able to have some kind of balance somewhere. And I'm not the politician to figure that out. Right. The only reason I brought all this up was just, again, to simply say that there are times that come up where you're being, what is it, reactive. Correct. And you have to reinvent yourself. Yes. And we're being, what I talked about earlier, that we're doing both. We're, we're reacting mm-hmm. and we're also being proactive. Correct. And I guess, I mean, are you are you in agree that we can do the, you know, the, that it takes both or, or I, can? You know, I, I agree for us in our situation that, yes, we're definitely balancing both. We're trying to look ahead, um, but we're also being a little bit of reactive because of what we've been faced with right at the moment. And we have had some changes that we've been faced with. So, you know, not, that's not everybody. I mean, if someone just lost their job because of what's going on right now, they have to be reactive. But you know what? It, it's all the mindset of whether or not I'm going to be reactive in a positive way mm-hmm. and make a positive change for my, you know, what have I, what have I always wanted to do that I have never done, never right. had an opportunity exactly. to done, do. And so it's, a, it's just a matter of changing your mindset and shifting from that, you know, I, and I, I trust me. I totally understand the concept of you've lost your job. We've been there. We've done that with small children, with a, with a young growing family, you know, and it's like just get up and start climbing that ladder again and all of a sudden another impact. So I, I know you're, I, you don't have to explain to me. I totally understand where you may be coming from. And there is a process of working through that very much like the loss of a family member. I mean, if you've been traveling to that employer for years, it's in your in your fiber of your being that job going to that place being part of that organization and or representing them depending upon what you do and so i totally understand that but now it's time to to kind of think about that for you what do you want to do what what, where are you really called to be and serve um, in your life and maybe that's just what you had to do at the time because we've been there too we've had to do certain things because we had commitments we have financial obligations we had a family but what do you want to do? I love that we've always tried to look at each one of those circumstances as an opportunity for change. Well, you know, you continue to blow my mind, Deb. Why? Because you're the one for so long that I had to get out of that security trap. Oh, gosh, yes. And, you know, the, the, the bad part of the, the good, the good and the bad of that, I will just share, is that when times of change come, like even recently, it's so easy to let my mind fall back to what I've been conditioned to understand as security or what, for whatever reason, I feel is the security rather than being honest with myself and having the courage to go through whatever it is I need to go through in the future in order to get to the other side and be fulfilling myself and my purpose in this life. So, you know, I even recently I've had that struggle and I've had to work hard to overcome that. Don't look at the website. Don't look for a job. Don't go there. Don't do this. Don't, you know, so I know again firsthand because I'm living in that moment right at the moment. And I just, I work through that. It's not easy. It's not like all of a sudden 
boy, I've got this magic gene and I never want to go back to what I once thought was secure in my life. Actually, let me correct you. Okay. It is easy. It is easy. Okay, thank you. It is easy. It is easy because it's comfortable. People like to be comfortable. Correct. So in order to be comfortable, you're going to go back or you you have the potential because you said, you know, it's easy. But it's really, it's it, actually, it's easy. It, it is easy. It's, to be comfortable because it's a comfortable place. It's easy right. to to uh, to under, to think that security is the answer. Correct. So, so what you do is you trade in security for something else, don't you? True, my freedom. But I also think of you know how much more secure can I be if I'm in control of my destiny rather than letting someone else. Correct. So it's like changing my perspective on what I deem is security. And allowing myself the empowerment to become the one that causes that security for myself. There you go. And you know, this uh, the reinvent part doesn't necessarily have to be about careers. No. It could be about a number of different things. Like like me, for instance, I've dropped 30 pounds in 10 days. And everybody wants to see you because you look amazing and hot. Oh. <laughs> Don't laugh. I gotta laugh because I know you're <laughs> full of it. Number one, I'm not looking very hot right now because I've got this uh, COVID nineteen beard that's going on, yeah, well, and I've got, got curly hair finally that I haven't had in years, and uh, so I'm not looking that hot. But thank you. You've Deb. got a little beaded sweat on your brow. That's what I meant by hot. Sorry. Oh, see, <laughs> oh, that's cold. I'm just teasing. That, you. that just ain't right. You're always hot. You're dripping hot. So. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, you know, you can reinvent yourself in a number of different ways. It doesn't necessarily have to be career. You know, what's this got to do with biking? Hey, it actually has absolutely nothing to do with it. It's everything it has to do with to life. Do with it. You know? Oh, you think it has everything? What do you mean by that? Because as I mentioned earlier, I believe that, you know, so many times people come to this realm of biking because, and I think RJ even said that, you know, he was looking for a connection of something in his life and it just found itself in the motorcycling world. So, you know, women oftentimes start riding after they've raised their children and life has thrown them a change or, you know, all sorts of different things happen in life. The kids grow up, the kids don't grow up, you go through a divorce, whatever the case may be, you go through a marriage. You know, many times people don't ride until they find the the spouse that rides or a mate that rides. And so all of a sudden now they're a rider. You know, life is funny that way, that it does cause us to do certain things and riding is one of those activities that I think that it does. It is a reinvention. You know, when you when you buy that first motorcycle, just think about the Harley riders. You know, why do they go to every shop and buy a shirt? I don't know. Because there's this identity, there's this something about them, this innate need to feel the need of having that. And so that's the same they thing. They just like reinvent- to collect them. Maybe they could. So that's a part of their Maybe invention, cool. their reinvention. Maybe they look great, you know. Yeah. I mean, I don't buy a lot of t-shirts, and the ones I do buy is because I like the way they look. Right, but, but most riders kind of pick up this look about them. You know, even female riders, you know, some are blingy, some are not blingy, some are this, some are that, some are higher boots than others. You know, we kind of encapsulate in our world of riding an image of what we want to be, what we see ourselves being. And I think that that's part of that reinvention of becoming a writer is that you get to reinvent yourself. So I think that it does connect with writing. You know, I think that's a great way because a lot of times I look at writing like uh, I get to escape. I'm not the, the person that I am when I'm off the bike. Right. And I think that that's probably true for so many. I mean, you just look at the diverse group of people that ride. Doctors, lawyers, authors, you know, self-employed, non-employed, you know, employed, whatever the case may be, everybody from 
you know, someone that is a, a ditch digger all the way up to the most highest corporate profession as far as lawyers and doctors and all those things in prestige. But at the end of the day, we get on a bike. We're all bikers. There's no, uh, you know, there's just no disconnection in that. We're, we are all part of that same culture. Yeah, very good. Well, I don't have any uh, anything else to say. We're running out of time here. We've gone longer than we expected. And uh, so let's go ahead and wrap it up. I want to let everybody know we really appreciate you listening and hanging in there. And again, we would like to hear from you. If there's certain things you want to hear on the show, we have great ideas, by the way. We met with a, a coach today. Yes. And we've got some great ideas coming the way. Uh-huh. Um, so, But we still want to hear from you. So if you've got some ideas, some suggestions, some things that you might want to see or hear on the show, please let us know. We'll be happy to see if we can accommodate it in some way or another. And if you are interested in joining a Reinvent Yourself journey along with us, please let us know. Also, you can either contact us on Facebook or go out to our website. So Facebook, you can find us at Biker Life Radio and or you can find us at the chucknndebshow.com for all the episodes. Be sure and share, like, and subscribe so that you do not miss any of the excitement that's on its way. And uh, we've got lots of stuff out there on that website for you, some biker gear, and please leave us a note. All right, everybody, ride hard, ride free, and we'll talk to you next week. See you again soon.